Welcome everybody to Out of My Mind, a show where we get candid about everything and anything that's on the listeners or in my mind. From the thoughts that live rent-free in our heads, social media, or just about life in general. I'm your host, Aleph D, aka La Fildor, and you, listeners, as co-hosts, you can watch full episodes on YouTube at La Fildor every Wednesday and Saturday. Follow me on Instagram at The Official Fildor. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that more people can join in on the conversations. If you have any topic recommendations, questions, or stories you wish to discuss on the show, you can either email me at lfdmediapodcast at gmail.com or leave it in the comments on this YouTube video. Let's get into this podcast. Welcome everybody to episode three of Out of My Mind. So today's topic is going to be quite interesting because we're going to be talking about Twilight. That is something I could speak about nonstop. So grab your popcorn, grab your blanket, and let's get into it. We're going to be talking about my opinions and my points of view on the Twilight series and why it is such a trend or was a trend for people to hate on twilight so essentially what is twilight the twilight saga is a series of four vampire themed fantasy romance novels by the american author stephanie Meyer, as well as three companion novels hmm that is the most blandest description but basically that is what it is right Let's start off by saying I love Twilight. I love it with all my heart. And I think if I had to say this, and I keep like a record of five movies that I have, I've been collecting of my favorite movies and Twilight is one of them. The whole series, Twilight is there. I just love it. And I think I love it because it was an introduction to a world that I didn't know and a world of creativity, a world of the creative side and creating um a story and it started with the visuals i found the visuals so enticing and so beautiful the cinematics were capturing the views were amazing the color schemes were appealing to the eye and the music that they used the timing i found that to be beautiful and that's why i say for me it was a legendary um series a legendary moments for me because i haven't seen anything like that like i think i watched it when i was in grade three that was 2009 2010 so yeah and it was made in 2005 so for me i was like whoa i haven't seen anything like this and it was my introduction to the fantasy world i love it i love it i love it i saw it as such a magical thing because i was like how can this movie be so visually enticing and have so much to say than just look watching it like it went deeper than watching it for me um so that's why I kind of fell in love with it because I kind of started to analyze things and I was like whoa is this is this why they did that is this why they got this angle is this why they did this they did that so it kind of got me interested in cinematography and why things were done like that and just opening up my creative side and just almost like a dormant volcano 
coming back to life. And that's how it felt for me. It was kind of nostalgic. And every time I watch it, um, it just brings back those feelings of, wow, childhood memories and um, creative memories. And every time I watch it, it's almost like a new thing I discover. Like, wait, is that why she did that? Is that why Jacob did this? Like, I'm like, whoa, like, I love it. But we didn't watch it this year. We usually watch like every single two to... I mean, twice every year. And we stopped watching it this year because we're like, okay, you know what? We'll watch it at a time where we don't know what, what Bella's going to say in each scene and what Edward's or whoever's going to say anything. We're going to watch it when I don't know what is coming next. I don't know the um, what song is going to be used or what song is going to be used here. I literally have a playlist of every single song used in every single series of the twilight series um i used it before i go to sleep sometimes or if i want to just calm down the music there was so beautiful so yeah we're waiting for a time where we don't know what's going to happen which is probably not going to happen but yeah and i feel as if it was ahead of its time personally for me i found it to be ahead of its time because i haven't seen anything like that i haven't seen any um cinematography i feel as if for back 2005 like that was pretty well from what i've seen i was like whoa that's pretty beautiful so i really found it to be capturing and for me personally legendary right um and i found the cast embodied the characters beautifully to the point where i can't see them I can't see Bella being played by somebody else. I can't see Edward being played by somebody else, which is kind of scary. And I mean, I feel kind of bad for Robert Pattinson because I think he said in an interview, like, people can't unsee him as a vampire dude or something, which is sad. But, like, that's how deep they embodied these characters. So I don't know if they had to remake it. Would I watch it? Probably not because I don't want to... I don't want to lose the image of what I've created. The nostalgia, guys. It's nostalgic for me. Um yeah it opened my creative side to wanting to create and i found um watching that i wanted to create something for other people to watch and sometimes for myself that evoke emotions that twilight for me evokes so many emotions and that's why when i watch it i just get so many childhood memories and to the point where i'm just like i can't stop watching it it's it's yeah i prefer watching over the books and some people like okay yeah but the books go into much detail the movie leaves out a lot of details for some reason i'm a visual person right no that's not some reason but i'm a visual person and for some reason i'm like my reasoning is if there's a movie of the book why not watch the movie and read other books where there's no movie that's how i'm thinking i'm like do i really have to watch something when do i really have to read something when there's a movie like that's how i'm thinking but midnight sun came out i think a month ago i think the month of october i was waiting for it but have you seen that book i was like okay by any chance i'm waiting maybe two years this is probably not gonna happen maybe they're gonna make us something 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 if not i'm probably going to read that book but that's the only time i'd probably read it and this one i'm quite excited because the twilight series usually was made from the point of view of bella but midnight sun child midnight sun was written in the point of view 
of Edward. And I think it goes through the whole series. That's why it's quite a thick book. But I'm excited to see why Edward left um, Bella and the reasoning behind what he did. I'm excited, guys. That's that's pretty cool. So that is my point of view and why I really enjoy Twilight. Now we're going to move on to the third segment of why people dislike um, Twilight and why it was so easy and why people hate it so much. Let's get into that right now. And we are back. So we're going to be talking about why it became a trend to hate on Twilight. Um, an article from Entertainment, 10 Reasons Why You Hate Twilight. Not me. If you're watching this, or if you're listening to this, and you hate Twilight, let's see your reasoning. I don't know if this has everybody's reasoning. We might find more, but I'm going to be reacting to this and see my point of view on why but everybody obviously has their opinions i'm not trying to disregard anybody or disregard anybody's opinions but i want to react to these and put on my opinion on their opinion does that work i'm about to start right now okay opinion number one if you guys want to read this i'll leave the link in the youtube video so that you guys can read it by yourself and see but it starts off with Number two, Bella is too broody. Our daughters deserve something more to aspire to than being a girl who will jump off a cliff into the Northern Pacific because her BF breaks up, breaks off their destructive relationship by Hannah. Okay, I feel as if no one should be jumping off anything for anyone, but... In this context, I'm not even going to be saying, oh yeah, Bella, blah, 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 blah. Why I felt that Bella jumped off um, the cliff. Was it a cliff? Yeah, she jumped off the cliff was because she wasn't at the time where she wanted to, like she became an adrenaline, an adrenaline junkie, right? And she wanted to hurt Edward. Why I say this is because Edward, the thing that Edward hated or would kill Edward was if Bella died or got hurt. And he always said that to her. He's like, the thing that would kill me or would end me was if something happened to you. So when he left, because he thought he was protecting her, she was like, and he told her before he left, he said, don't do anything crazy. And that's when she was like, I... I'm going to hurt you the same way you hurt me and you put hurt on me. I'm going to do the same to you. And every time she did something dangerous, she would see him appear, which is honestly, it, it can be seen as a toxic relationship. I, I can agree with that. But that's obviously the point of view. She wanted to hurt him as much as he, he hurt her. So she basically wanted to get payback. And she also wanted to see him, I think. So, yeah. Next opinion, the baseball scene, blue. <gasps> Guys, the baseball scene for me was banger. Okay, let's see what they say. Let's see. That baseball scene was so bad. I just couldn't believe they wasted that much film on something so utterly vapid. I don't know what vapid means. <sighs> um, I can see why they said that. 
I feel as if this is my favorite scene, yo. So the way they just dissed it, I'm like, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit hurt. I'm a little bit touched. I found this scene to be where the vampire, the clan, um, the Edwards, oh shoot, the Edwards, the um, Cullens wanted to show off. Or they wanted to kind of show the difference members and what they could do so that later on in the series you guys could understand where they each came from like they all showed off their strengths in this they're like oh yeah edward's fast oh um what's his name again um jasper's this or rosalie's like this or um alex and my boy jasper Yo, that's my favorite couple. But, you know, they all showed off the strengths and weaknesses. So I feel as if that's why the, um, the, they wanted, the creators wanted to put in the baseball scene was to show Bella the different aspects and the viewers through Bella's eyes, the different, um, vampire powers or gifts that they each had, basically. Next one. Um, Kristen Stewart's Perma Pout. I know what they're talking about here. Um, Kristen Stewart's acting style goes a little like this. Crease brows, pout lips, hang mouth open and blow deserve deresfully, whatever that means, through nose, roll eyes, repeat, 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 insistently for two hours. And yet she is the perfect Bella because there is obviously absolutely nothing to like in the character. Ah! period she had a period she's not honest she's not loyal to anyone including edward she's needy passive aggressive sulky and self-obsessed if my daughter showed half of bella's chronic poor judgments i'd have no choice but to consider a covenant ah! oh, i found this to be so funny i wish she had put um why her reasoning behind um why Bella was not honest to Edward and why this and that and that. I find it so... I love how she went into detail about that. I mean, she's, Bella at the time I think was 16, 17 years old. Um, so isn't that a time the young, like 17 year olds, like selfish and that? Um, I feel as if that's Bella, like, that's your personality, you can't change that, you either like it or you don't like it, I just found Kristen Stewart embodied this chick well, like, I don't know what else to say, like, Bella, Kristen Stewart, Bella, and the way she would, like, crouch and be like, I don't know, I found it to be so good, so, yeah, next one, Number five, why moms are weird. The really creepy thing is all the older woman who upsets with new moon, 30-year-old woman lusting over 70-year-old boy, Taylor Lochner, is creepy. Moms asking Twilight kids to sign their breasts. I am totally baffled by this. Um, no one should be doing that. Moms, please stay at home. Y'all have kids. Um, imagine your kid doing that to another person, another woman that stay in your lanes moms twy moms i didn't know that that's creepy that's gross and it is weird so i agree with you guys number six there was too much pre-premiere hype if you watch television how could you not be sick of this movie already my favorite actor is daniel day lewis if you were on every show all day every day i would be annoyed that would never happen though because he's a real actor not a media hype hyped airbag 
child i mean i loved their interviews i loved it especially watching it now and they gave their insights and stuff i didn't watch everything i'm sure i missed up and i was probably too young to watch any of them so later on i did watch like little snippets and stuff of their youtube things but i'm sure it would probably get annoyed like them going on 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 tv just speaking about it instead of like letting it kind of go on and then let the movie speak for itself because for me personally it did but not overhyping it like this but you know premiere promo they had to get you all hyped excited right okay number seven the not so special special effects <gasps> guys i'm falling because for me this was 2005 y'all y'all did something y'all for me y'all did something right um i hated the movie twilight terrible acting terrible special effects terrible writing etc i wanted them to make twilight into a movie when i first read the book but now i wish i had never put on the big screen <gasps> child maybe maybe it's a good thing that i didn't read the book so i didn't expect anything from the movie and i just went through the movie and i was like wow but you know for me special effects cinematography for me the scenes to die for i loved it i loved it i loved it i loved it next enough with the cheesy stand outs it's true it's true um twilight had bad acting uh horrible makeup cheesy stare downs and god-awful effects at least new mood had less stare downs um i mean in real life that would be cringy but we're not in real life this is a fantasy where bella a human is fascinated by a vampire vampire is fascinated by a human that he couldn't read her mind something that fascinated him she is meeting a vampire i don't know how you would look at a person like that like i'm surely not gonna look at you like you're a normal person um so maybe that's why they had a lot of stare downs number nine bring on the Volturi. the first part of the movie drags on way too long bella is depressed we get it we actually got in five minutes um, you can't put everything from a book into a movie. The time constraints, I know, but it should include the crucial components that give insight into the fabric of the storyline. The scenes with the Volturi, while beautifully filmed, felt rushed and thrown on the end of the movie just to set up a sequel. Teens, oh, teen fans will be happy just to see their idols on the screen again, but in my opinion, they were sold out. I guess so. I've heard a lot of people say that. Like my sister read the book and she said a lot of the important things were left out, um, which kind of gave meat to the um, the book of the Twilight series. So I guess leaving out components like that could really ruin a movie. And I don't know if it's always like this, but I always find like movies to be let down as soon as you read the book because there's your favorite moments that you're like i can't wait to see this portrayed in a in the movie and then you watch the movie and the movie is like two hours 
babe, you didn't read that book in two hours for you to put whatever was there into a two-hour movie or three-hour movie, that's not going to happen. So your favorite parts are probably 50% likely or 90% likely or 80% likely to be left out of the movie. So don't read the book, kids. Ting! Um, Number 10, Robert Pattinson, just not that... Ah! Not that cute. Guys, wasn't it 2019 Robert Pattinson voted the most um, sexiest man alive? Not alive, but something like that, right? I don't get the hype over this Pattinson kid. He's not attractive. He looks like... He looks high all the time. As a matter of fact, both main characters always look high with their eyelids half, half open, staring into the camera. Damn. Damn. Um, mm, what did she say? I don't get... Uh, watching it now? I feel as if, if you're watching it now. When was this article written? That it doesn't say... If you're watching it now, the hairstyles... Oh, 2000... <gasps> it was written in 2009? So the time that I watched it? I was going to say, maybe the hairstyles were kind of overdoing it. And the colors were looking kind of groggy. But it was like 2005. What would, what could you do? What was fashion in 2005? But... Yeah. That's around the time that I watched Twilight for the first time. This article was written... 2009 guys um a weird thing is right i saw somebody say that they depicted um robert pattinson so badly in the movie but in real life he's attractive i don't know what do you guys think about that let's find another article It's so weird. I do agree with some of what she was saying here. With the hairstyles and stuff and all of that. Let's check out why do people hate people hate Twilight? Ooh, okay, five reasons a smart young woman adores Twilight. I'm a smart young woman. Um it says number five it is anything but realistic um i think of it as an alternative reality that i am part of in some way or another may includes enough specific details to make our image of the reality three-dimensional three-dimensional and vivid yeah i think it wasn't in a way like fantasy movies could be a way of people to escape and i think that was probably um a way for me to create a more interesting life back in the day for suspension um since this is after all a vampire story we for once <clears throat> sorry uh, we for once don't know exactly what's going to happen i admit that i have atrocious taste in movies but in most movies i see i can predict precisely what's going to happen and why I clearly enjoy that, since I go back to see new versions of the same movie every weekend, I also like not knowing exactly what's going to happen. This is true and movies now. I watch a lot of like Netflix movies and I'm just looking at this, right? The last time, Twilight, since 
for me, it was the first time I'm seeing that. It wasn't something that I've seen before. And I think that's why it attracted me to it. But now, if I'm watching um, many movies, are so repetitive. Especially teen flick movies are always like... Um, girl goes to high school, meets popular guy. Popular guys doesn't like her, but then somehow they like each other. And then after that, they go on some other mission or some other thing that brings them together, puts them together in the same room. And they're like, whoa, you're actually kind of cute. And they're like, okay, you're kind of cute too. You're kind of cute too. And then for some reason, a popular girl and an unpopular guy or whatever, and the girl end up together and they make a part two I'm not throwing shit at anyone, but it's basically predictable. Part two, there's another guy that jumps in to try and break them both up. And at the end of the day, they still end up together. (sighs) It's, I guess, there's basically a pattern or like a book of what... Is that what viewers want to see? Like, do people actually want to see that kind of stuff? Because I'm watching many different movies, many different series um european asian like it is not like that like it is not it is not like predictable and that's what i think made me attracted to i was about to say edward attracted to um twilight because i've never seen anything like it Edward. Oh, shoot. I missed number three. Okay. One reason why I was so invested in the characters is because I like every other reader I identified with Bella. I think she has personality certainly more defined in the book than in Kristen Stewart's sullen representation of it in the movie. But I do know how easy it is to project yourself onto her. I read Bella as more upbeat character and essentially happy and outgoing girl. What? For real? Is that how they depict it in the book? In real life, like, it, not in real life. Um, In the movie, she's, like, so, like, mellow and stuff. While my more quiet friend read her as slightly more brooding and intense. In any case, in ununity... Oh, girl. English. Uniting myself with Bella in my mind, I became that much more invested in the story. And in what is my next point? I don't know what she just said. Anyway, number three, Edward. It was... It would be impossible to discuss the obsession with Twilight without addressing the pivotal character of Edward. The obvious explanation for the obsession is that all these girls are in love with this boy, myself included. I mean, how could you not fall in love with him? Like, the spotlight was on Mandem. Like, he literally, he walks in and the wind was blowing, his hair was flowing, all the girls literally turned. I'm like, wow. That's Edward Cullen. Yeah, he doesn't like anyone. And Bella's like, really? I mean, like, duh. I mean, if you make that person your focus in a movie, who else do you think they were going to fall in love with? I mean, there was Jacob, but they made him... I don't think they made him... They portrayed him well in a way of, like... He was always like the underdog. Even Bella made it seem as if he was the underdog. Oh, you're not as good as the vampires. No, you're not. So, I mean, how could you not, right? Finally, it is very easy to see the Twilight Obsessed Girls as a kind of cult. 
Um, and indeed, that is a bit what it felt like when I first started reading. I was welcomed in with a "Isn't he great?" by my friends with, who were fellow obsessives, through oh through though not I am proud to say by any weird preteen Edward devoted websites. Um, thankfully, I was not one of those girls. I think I was more captured by the storyline and um the creative aspects of it and the fantasy and all of that i think that's what attracted me to it i don't think i went as far and maybe because i was young too and i really didn't care at the time about edward and who he was and went into detail about all these people i really didn't care about that i honestly i was like twilight i like you okay move on but yeah i really just wanted to see why people disliked twilight and what was kind of putting off and i want to hear you guys' opinions on this because i read um 10 uh articles where they spoke about why they hated on them and they made quite a good point like i could see where they were coming from um and then i read some of five points why girls would like them and yeah i also agree with some of these it was suspenseful. It was something that we haven't heard of um, personally. And yeah. Thank you. Let's get into the next part. Thank you for joining me on today's episode where we spoke about Twilight and my points of views on it and why it was or became a trend to kind of hate on Twilight and the whole Twilight series. That being said, if you wish to co-host, send in your question or stories or thoughts at lfdmediapodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Instagram at lafidor. Don't forget to subscribe and review this podcast five stars if you enjoyed it five stars if you didn't and um yeah thank you for everyone for listening talk to you guys soon see you guys in the next episode bye